0: You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Welcome to Axe to Grind, the hardcore podcast. My name's Bob, and today we're doing things just a little different. Uh, backstory, I just recorded this whole real heartfelt, off-the-cuff, just flinging it out there intro, and then I went in and realized, oh no. My microphone wasn't plugged in, mm, so I'm not going to do the, let me just struggle through it, we're re-recording, it's going to have a totally new flavor, so catch me if you feel me. Uh, shout out to our sponsors, Eternal Love and Appreciation, to Close Cascade Activities, Run for Cover Records, To Live a Lie, and Convulse Records. Major shout outs to our prior partners, Triple B Records, Death with Shink. We got so much love for them um all these are labels that deserve your time and attention uh we appreciate it, we love them um uh, you know it's it's one of those things where you get the chance to work with people you like this is this is this is the should be just the rule in in hardcore really it should be the rule everywhere, but sometimes you don't get the chance you know you got maybe it's coworkers maybe it's some other department in the place you work, whatever whatever maybe it's a vendor, maybe it's a customer, whatever you have to work with people you don't like that shit sucks full stop right you got to put on you know your happy robot face you got to shout out hans you got to put on the like oh (laughs) okay yep yep we don't have to do that here at axe to grind hq we get the chance to work with people we like we respect we appreciate um and more than anything they're all doing music that even if it's not making our lists today or what have you uh It's all really good. It's all stuff that we think they care about and feel passionately about. And that's what you want. I don't think you would be surprised that the the fish in the water who want to work with bands in this world that aren't passionate about the artists they're working with. And that's something I can say about the labels that we are partnered with. So major shout out to them. How you doing? How you feeling? I said this, we're doing something a little different today. We're talking about year-end lists uh, and how to do it and blah, blah, blah. How do we make it feel different, not just for you guys, but for us? And what I came to was that inevitably when we do these episodes, one of the three of us, Tom, Patrick, or myself, will have something on there that the other two didn't get a chance to check out. So it's sort of like, oh, blah, 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 blah. Oh, oh, uh, okay, I'll check that out. Cool. It's hard to. And I realized, oh, you know what? We might be doing a disservice to ourselves in the conversation as well as listeners by not actually, you know, saying, hey, we like this and we got the opportunity to play you a song. Here you go. Boom. Check it out. So, boom, we're going to do that. And two, yo, it's the holiday season. Do be do. I got a screaming baby in the background. Um, I am running on like four hours sleep, but I'm feeling good. Uh, but that also meant our schedules were all whacked out, so we decided to give this a try. Um, and next week we're going to reconvene and actually talk a little bit more. So, hope you guys enjoy the format. Give us feedback. You know, we always appreciate that. Ax Podcast at Gmail um, Yeah, yeah. I, I, I. It is also a little weird to be doing it like this because it has been. I want to say close to four years. I, I certainly in twenty nineteen. Uh, since we have gone this long without recording all three of us on the line. So it's kind of interesting. I appreciate everybody. uh, Major thanks and shout out to Tom and Patrick for us keeping this so steady and regular. Uh, They really put a lot of work in to make that happen. So thank you. Let's get into it. Year-end lists. Uh, I want to say this. see a lot of year-end lists these days. There was a part of me that was, you know, like bah humbug, and I felt like the Grinch for a second. I'm like... But then I realized, you know what, this is the right energy. This is the thing that I want to see, is people celebrating the things they enjoy. There's been another conversation that's happened recently, which is, oh, where's the person writing this shit sucks? Oh, I hate this, da, da, da. Mm, mm, I feel so many things about that. The problem is, and in particular, in a space like punk, like hardcore, what have you, which is smaller and bigger than people think, is that criticism is rarely received as, hey, I don't like this, but I wanted to talk about it. It is seen as trying to tear something down, undermine it, cut it quick. <clears throat> and you know what? I'm sure there's people out there who are intending that. I'm sure there's malignant haters trying to be dickheads, trying to make people shoo people away from the thing they don't like. the older you get the more you realize there's lots of things that people don't like that you love lots of things you love that friends of yours don't like i have a good friend he knows who i'm talking about he won't hear this he hasn't listened in a while but he loves college basketball and he hates the nba i don't hate college basketball but i love the nba he hates it hates it yo i don't think he's trying to like tear down (laughs) my love for it. He, he'll he be playful, but that's not, you know, we, it allows conversation. It enables it. But I can also see why if you have a platform and you talk to people and you say, I don't like this X, Y, and Z, how people can catch feelings. So we're going to have a longer conversation about that. We already have talked about that a little bit. Um, like the return of the hater uh, level of criticism. And is there a space for it? I, I would love for there to be. I'd love for there to be a space where you could say, hey, I don't like this. Because <clears throat> I've long held the belief that if someone likes everything, do they really like anything? Right? That's how it feels. Um in the reverse, let's invert this idea. If you hear us, be quiet about stuff, material things that are out. Probably one of three reasons. The first two are related one we don't like it two we're apathetic about it it's two things are related you know apathy is almost worse than actively disliking it but in this case it could be or couldn't be you know you you just are like who cares about this the third one is we just haven't gotten the chance to get to it and that's where i found myself as i prepped for kind of making a list <laughs> you know uh the i put together a, a spotify playlist with a friend and got to dig into a lot of stuff but not everything you know and uh there was part of me that felt like man did i miss stuff and i didn't i felt good i actually felt really good this year that i at least checked out most of the stuff that would normally be on my radar but there were still things that you know and i'll i'll mention it as we get through it where i'm like man how did how did i just write this off as good when i'm hearing it now and i'm like no this is great um and there's just there's just a lot out there and more so than ever before we have access to it and more so than ever before we have exposure level to it so take the good um in a weird way there is something for everyone out there in punk and hardcore regardless of what your preferred you know style is so without further ado let me get right into my list the first one that I want to highlight is the final gasp morning moon LP, uh, released on relapse records. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure based on a couple things, but the EP, a 12 inch EP on triple B that came out a couple years ago, I was a big fan of, I think it was on my best of list that year. Been a couple years, the sound that they had, which <clears throat> had this like, dark punk meets hardcore with a singer who can actually sing and kind of does a little bit of dancing stuff though i I, there's just part of me that wants to pull back on that but does some dark goth punk kind of energy stuff too um where was that sound gonna go there was part of me that feared one it goes too soft or it goes poppy it goes full afi I say this as someone who at the time really enjoyed the black sales AFI record and still do. If I put that on I, I enjoy it. I don't think bands with the sound should go full AFI. I think it's a treacherous road to go down and you can end up going to pop punk and then it just feels like pop punk with a really good singer. No thanks. Is it going to try to go too is it going to back out and try to go too hardcore and have harder heavier parts? But still intermingle some of the melody And the melodic stuff that they were doing And then it might feel more shoehorned and So so what I'm trying to say Is this was a needle to thread And they thread it uh, Morning Moon is uh, Somehow Post-alternative like 90s There's elements that remind me of stuff like Hum uh, There's stuff that reminds me of post-punk or Stuff that reminds me of like mid-80s uh, <sighs> not post hardcore but what was going on after and then there's still the chord progressions and stuff that i think keep it married to a hardcore world um it was interesting vocal production i thought they might try to go too high with it too high in the mix they did not um shout out to this band i think uh the vocalist is one of the best out there uh, especially doing this style um so i uh chose a song uh called frozen glare Uh, I think it's a great one. Hope you guys like it. You hear a lot of the elements that I've pointed at. This is actually one of the bands I'm talking about today that I think could hit the broadest amount of ears if you haven't checked it yet. Um, so, you know, give it to your friend who is strictly a Danzig head. Give it to your friend who only is, you know, who's over hardcore is into their post-punk days or, and, and I say this generally, um, There's songs here that I could say, like, where do you go from liking Turnstile? What's something you should check out next? This record would hit some of those ears just fine. So, all right, here's the track, Frozen Glare, band Final Gasp, the LP Morning Moon. Let's go. Okay. So I am not going to go too crazy because everyone knows that I'm a pretty big fan of the gel only constant LP. Uh, Probably my favorite full length of the year. It's right there. Um, Let me think about this. This is a conversation I've had with a few people with the last one I I had it with was my good friend, Andy Scarpula. What up? Um, And he was talking about, he was like, oh, I was listening to LP. And he's like, you know, like it's, it's not, it's not this you know fast punk spectacular that everybody try. you know, I think on the aesthetic level, gel feels almost like a backpatch band, you know, they have these really cool, dark, twisted graphics, blah, blah, blah. you know, gel's pretty strictly mid-tempo. they speed it up, they play with tempo in a way that I don't think they get credit for, and the crux of where we got to in the conversation was musically they have more in common with New York hardcore or more specifically more specifically locking out stuff from the mid-Os, uh, than they do with, you know, D beat. <laughs> so <laughs> um, I I don't know. I just uh, I think people should hear that. Um Sammy, the the vocalist, uh their vocals are so throaty and distinct that it feels like it pushes it more into that space. And I get it. Uh, I think vocals count for more than one fifth of the music. Um and I, I think that all works and I think their live energy is excellent. Um can't say enough, but what I wanna do with this track is I wanna play the song Snakeskin off the LP. Um this one's for the Moshers. Honestly, if you haven't heard gel before or you've been putting it off or you've only checked them out a few times, listen to this track. Um you know, you're going to be skanking your head off. Uh, Great record. Shout out to Convulse Records. Shout out to Jell. Sometimes I get weird songs in my head like, um, said, uh, I don't have the heart to hurt you. And that's how I felt <clears throat> when I read someone described this as psychedelic D beat. <clears throat> Yo, we can't be out there throwing that shit around. Uh, this record is called, uh, fairy tale. The band is fairy tale. The record's called shooting star game out on toxic state, um, maybe also quality control in the uk and eu uh it's noisy it's dirty uh there's beat elements it's pushing and raging and all that fun stuff but it it has a lot of personality a lot i mean when when i start to say beat and the band's name is fairy tale uh one would imagine that right so What's really interesting and unique is when these kind of records feel so loose um, that, so there's the loose where it feels like it's going to shatter on impact. Like it's going, it's going, it's going, it's starting to shatter and break apart. It's not quite that. It's not blistering fast. This feels more like the car the, imagine um, National Lampoon's Family Vacation and the the station wagon's going downhill and it's got all this luggage stacked on the the roof rack. Um, it's going down. It's going pretty fast, but more so you're looking at it and you're like, oh, that luggage looks like it's going to fall. That's that's how it feels when you listen to this record. Um, again, uh, sort of you find these catchy grooves. And I always think that's one of the best things uh, when you talk about really dirty raw production um but but to me infinitely listenable this is not this is not a disclosed recording to me i think there's a lot higher level there um it's noisy you get some hissing but not all over um but it has a sense of urgency while being kind of in this mid-tempo to fast range as opposed to being like blaze fast um but it's raging i i think the best song my one that i'm going to play here that i hope opens people's ears to this record is possible to grow it might be the weirdest one too that's the hard part is that this is the intro to the band it's maybe not the most straightforward song on the record but i hope you like it um i think this record gets really strong at track two or three because on my first listen i remember being like ah whatever and i found myself (laughs) this was a good um yard work record this summer and i found myself going wait this is really good uh once i got into the meat of it so fairy tale the lp is shooting star the song is possible to grow So one of the big th- things that I noticed this year was that it was a big year for tuneful punk uh I want to say melodic punk, but people could take that a lot of different ways. Um, I'm talking more of the like punk punk um maybe not all the way street punk, but you could see it if in the nineties some of this stuff was going, it would fall under that umbrella largely, but some of it wouldn't fit there. Um Poison ruin is an example of that because <clears throat> stylistically energy wise this fits more darker basement crusty kind of thing to me you know uh but when you hear them, you realize, wow, this is <clears throat> this could be playing a show sonically, you know you can hear things that are just as much more so cox than it is amoebics uh so anyways uh this will there's a good chance that this is one of the records i can see standing the test of the time uh the album is harvest also came out on relapse who who would have thought that i would have had two records on relapse out this year which are also wildly different so shout out to those folks <coughs> um with the, with the title track not because it's the title track but because it is this oddly dark rockin' kind of uh, melodic punk track that pulls you in. Um, Yeah, it really pulls me in. So uh, it kind of evokes stuff that reminds me of the Copenhagen scene from, you know, 15 years ago now, uh, maybe a little before that even. (laughs) Dark, melodic punk that is rooted in punk more than it is to any sort of pop sensibility. Uh, this song's great Harvest Poison Rune get this record if you haven't heard it you have to fugitive blast furnace signal blast furnace single sometimes you forget to talk uh the fugitive blast furnace single came out really early part of this year uh i think i talk about this i feel like a sports commentator you know we talked about um this record's awesome it's the exact level of heavy and hard I want. It's the exact amount of metal and mosh I want when those two things are put together. Uh, I don't know. And, and to be really honest, it is the sound I wanted from a band coming out of some of the folks from Power Trip after Power Trip. Now, who knows what happens from here out. Uh, certainly seems like we're going to see some more Power Trip. But if that's true, or if for some reason we don't get any more fugitive, damn, I'd be a little sad just because this is so good. Um, and this isn't, this doesn't feel like a song that would be in the Power Trip catalog. Uh, especially the song which I'm going to play, Blast Furnace. It's the lead single. I, I think it's just awesome. And I think it was. I thought the demo was fine. I thought it was totally cool. Lots of people loved it. Didn't catch me the. This record grabbed me in a way where I was like, uh, music was stepped up, production was stepped up, vocals, ooh, ripping. Maybe, maybe strongest vocals because uh, you can feel that just throat ripping, and uh, is, but it's clear enough too to understand what he's saying. It's it's great. Uh, it often makes me think what people would ideally want when a band, you know, something terrible happens, like Power Trip, you know. This is not what the next Power Trip LP would have sounded like, I don't think. something different, and I kind of like that. So, um, Fugitive, Blast Furnace, uh, fantastic song. Love to hear more. Let's go. Uh, so, um, I talked on the poison ruin segment about um, a lot of punk music kind of having a moment that sort of coincides with oi and skinhead stuff having a moment, which is I gotta I gotta admit I didn't expect it. Left field, here it is. It's really really here. So, um, but quite often the oi stuff doesn't hit me. I want I want harder. I want I don't want. I don't necessarily want uh, kickback, but what I want is somewhere more in the slapshot. Um, there's some mosh, there's some chunkiness to it. Um, intimidation delivers that. I thought the demos all right. I think this EP on Mr. Face Records, Total Aggression, is great. It's perfect. Uh, the song Desperate Times, the one you're going to hear, a whole lot of slapshot. Nothing wrong with that. Um, New Jersey meets Western Mass and gotta love it now i'm very curious i want to see uh i want to see an lp from these guys or 12 inch you know like let's get a little bit more slap shot and maybe throw in some negative effects why not why not guys let's go let's go uh the band's intimidation the ep is total aggression you need this one desperate times Downstairs sounds like someone fell off the counter. The Alienator World of Hate uh seven inch uh, Portland band uh, came out on Convulse. I believe this is uh maybe the best seven inch of the year. I don't know. There's one other that I'm going to get to that I might like more. Dys SSD Exclaim record sound thrown in a blender post New York hardcore awareness of stuff like Citizen's Arrest, which sounds funny because I think a band like citizens arrest will tell you that like oh that that stuff some of our primary influences this is a little chunkier um i just think it's good it hits it has that kind of urgency and aggression that you look for in raw hardcore punk uh play the song senseless violence yeah you know it's very meta (laughs) is Ratcage from the uk the album is savage visions the track is also savage visions uh you got to be bold to do that kind of spoken track intro it's either iconic or embarrassing uh this one's iconic this is a f- unreal great record that when i first heard it it washed me i just feel like oh it's cool fast hard And it's one of those things, if you don't revisit, you can miss things you love. I love this record. Um, It feels full throttle. Uh, There's a lot of bands, a lot of records. I I don't even, the electric chair LP deserves a spot on this list and I I didn't make it just because. This record I love. Uh, I was thinking like, oh, do I do the stigmatism LP, which is another one I love. This is the, this is just awesome. This is, it's got all the charm. It's, catchy it's fast when you hear the progressions of it it's just perfect um so shout out to angry wild violent intense music that still you go wow this is exactly what i was looking for uh savage visions take it away time ticks on chimes
1: on the hour sitting here a wilting flower vision savage warped and vile mental hemorrhage put on trial thought that time would block the visions still the noises make incisions welcome to 2023 insufferable terror for you and me
0: So uh, the band is Enemy. The record is a maladjusted. It's a 12-inch. Uh, came out on 11 p.m. records. Uh, if you're not following 11 p.m., you need to. Um, one of the best hardcore punk labels going. This is uh, one of the biggest surprises to me because I was on the 11 p.m. site ordering the Lethal 7-inch, which I'm about to talk about, and I was like, wait, what's this record? All right, and I checked it. Out. I was like, all right, was, all right. Then I was like, all right, let me listen to that thing again. And somebody's like, wait, did you hear this band? Someone sent it. To me. Someone else sent it to me too. And I'm like, all right. This record awesome. Um has a lot of the 80s US hardcore stuff. A lot of a lot of this list might have a little leaning like that. Um you can hear my my taste. But uh what I truly appreciate is that the production makes this record feel kind of singular. Really buzzy guitar sound, um, snappy drums, which, by the way, all these records, I, I, man, if I hope you're not somebody who listens to us on your headphones all the time, but maybe you got a cubicle job that might make it easier, whatever. Bless your hearts for sticking with our voices. But these bands, you know, the Poison Ruin sounds different if you listen headphones versus even in a good sound system. This record deserves headphones because the production sets it apart. Uh, please for 2024 bands go do your own thing production sound even if the studio feels oh the homogenization of sound in production is not great not great in hardcore uh doing the first track which is kind of two tracks unprecedented into zero sum game band's enemy the record's maladjusted on 11 pm records everyone should own this record go. It's my last one. There was no real order on these, but this might be my favorite seven-inch of the year. Uh, lethal Hardcore Hit Hardcores Hit Parade came out again on the Almighty Eleven Almighty Eleven PM Records, uh, New York band. I'm going to say this somehow finds a place between. This is the band who could play CBs, but was also maybe more comfortable playing ABC in 1990. Uh, maybe they would be on the new breed comp and the murderers among us comp to go deep cut. Uh, it's fast. It's raw. And there's you, you guys hear me enough. Uh, I find a magic in the Lifeblood seven inch. I find a magic in the citizens arrest seven inch. I find a magic in hardcore and punk. That's not afraid to just be manic and relentless, but then you know what is also nice mosh parts. They're cool. Uh this track, more and more, has it. Check it out. It's a dope. Hardcore 2023 was too. Hope you all enjoy.
2: Hey, it's your friend Tom. We're uh, coming up in the end of 2023. We wanted to put together um, a playlist and kind of a radio show of our favorite records from 2023. There'll be some overlap, hopefully not a ton. Um, I think there's a lot of records that are pretty obvious. And my hope in, in my list is to bring some light to some stuff that I think is really great that may not um, have landed on your radar. And that's our hope. Um, there's been a lot of great records. It's been a great year for hardcore in 2023. Um We've lost a lot of great people in 2023 as well, and there's a lot of terrible stuff going on out in the world. So, you know, hug your family, hug your friends. And uh, this is my list of hardcore records in 2023 in no particular order. This song is by a band, you know, one of the bigger bands in in hardcore in 2023. Doesn't necessarily need the light to sh- he show, shown on it but i think this record was really um incredible and and having you know it, it always blows my, my mind to have friends that can kind of make these like artistic leaps and kind of just do these incredible records and it makes me really proud to call them um my friends this song is called jesus bones it's by incendiary off the change the way you think about pain lp they came out in early 2023 on close Cascade activities songs from a band coming out of milwaukee wisconsin in the united states of america a band called world i hate um i'm a sucker for anything that takes kind of ideas or or vibes from um infest and to me um to my ears this is what this reminds me of um vocals have a lot of character it's very fast at times very very heavy In others i think this is something that you know if you like hardcore There's something in this for almost everyone, and I I think this record's fucking great. Um, The song is called Suicide Magnet. The LP is called Years of Lead. It's on war records, and this is World I Hate. The weather so as i hear these back it sounds like i have some kind of weird pitch shifter thing on my vocals on my voice my vocals my voice but i do not i'm just a little bit under the weather um you know i just got back from florida and i probably caught something on the plane because there were a lot of people just coughing uh hopefully it's not you know that stuff so um so yeah i am um, there's no effects on my voice this is just the dulcet tones of sick tom um this next band that I'd love to play, uh band called Truth Cult. We talked about it on the podcast earlier this year. Um very DC vibes. Um I love the interplay between the two vocalists. I think they both have fantastic voices and they're so divergent that they just work together so well. Um I think this record's fantastic. I think if you like anything, you know, anything DC, if you like Fugazi, if you like um You know, Q and not you. Like, there's so much stuff that went on in and around the the DC um, Discord area that, you know, I think this is is a a great new version of that. The band is called Truth Cult. The song is called Resurrection. The album is called Walk the Wheel on Popwig Records. Um, Here it is. Check it. Head has probably been one of the most mentioned names um, on the podcast over the almost six years that we've been doing this which has been incredible um, and you know there's a reason for that I think this um, to watch them grow from record to record and just sort of you know lyrically it's fantastic musically it's everything you could want um, it's a bit of a super group um, and I think it takes some of the best stuff from all of those bands Um yeah, and I think to have a third LP be as strong as your early two LPs, you know. In hardcore is a pretty rare feat, and I know this is not a straight-up hardcore band, but they are for all intents and purposes in my opinion, I think they are. Um this is, you know, we joke um with with Patrick from the band about, you know, closing out the trilogy and and that was not really the intent and this record's not really a close of a trilogy, but it's easier to kind of put things in, in sort of like, you know, threes and stuff like that. So, um, you know, this this is, this is a beautiful record. I think it's, you know, their best stuff yet. His, um, the vocals have gotten not so much better. Not so much better is a hard thing to say, and I don't mean it that way. But I think it, they're even more melodic than they had been, and I think it, they, the band has really kind of grown into themselves, and hopefully, you know, the records to come will be, you know, indication of that. This is Fiddlehead. The song is called Sullen Boy. The record is called Death Is Nothing To Us on Run For Cover Records. Here it is. A band that um, you know we followed throughout their career thus far, and it's really been um, c- incredibly impressive the steps and the leaps they've taken from you know from the early on for the early years till now. Um, live, they're a force. I think you put them in front of anybody, whether it be a punk you know c- punk fest or hardcore fest or playing with more mainstream bands. I think like they they're, they're unbelievably powerful live. Um, opening night, which is the song I'm about to play now, is legitimately one of my favorite singles of 2023. Um, I've listened to it a thousand times. Um, it's off the EP "Psychic Dance Routine" on Flat Spot Records. If this is an indication of uh, what the band, you know, has planned for for the records to come, I'm incredibly excited. Um, this is really kind of uh, what I was looking for. It reminds me of Veruca Salt, and I love Veruca Salt. So, Scowl Opening Night. this next band I'm about to play is a band I was lucky enough to see over the summer in Brooklyn and was completely blown away by them. Um, the band is called Homefront. Um, the song Nation, like I said with Scowl, is is one of my other favorite singles, quote unquote singles of the year. Um, I think, you know, this band, you know, is a great mix of Oi and New Wave and, <clears throat> sort of um we use blink the the second blitz record as like uh like shorthand for this style which i don't know if it's completely appropriate all the time but it, it kind of makes sense in my in our dumb heads uh Um, I think you know this band has done a couple, you know, a bunch of shows with Alkaline Trio and with Zobalba, and I'm down for any band that can play with both of those bands. So I think this band, you know, next year it's going to be a big year for them. Um, the song is called "Nation," record is called "Games of Power," and the record label is called La Vida es un Muse Disco, which I probably totally butchered, so I apologize for that. But Homefront Nation. definitely talked about spiritual cramp before on the podcast um i just just put out a new record on blue grape music which is um blue grape if if you folks don't remember was like the merch company for roadrunner so this is an exciting new venture um was lucky enough to play with them over the summer um or over the fall actually um and i thought they were great this record is an awesome record that you can sort of play for like you could play it at your office and work and not totally get um, weird side eyes. Um, it's definitely punk. It's you know, it's got that new wave vibe to it too as well. Um, like if you have any like family who likes like the Cure, I think you could get them in Spiritual Crimp. Um This is my favorite uh, record, favorite song off the record. The record is a self titled LP. The song is called Herbert's on Holiday. If you see them coming through your town, I highly recommend checking them out. They're an exemplary, exemplary live band. Here it is, spiritual crap. up is our buddies from judiciary coming out of texas um i had surface noise on as one of my favorite records of 2019 and i think this new lp flesh and blood um that came out this year is is a huge step up for them um this record's great it's heavy it's thrashy um jake's voice is even better um it's super, super impressive. I can't wait to see what they do. Um, I think they're doing a big tour in 2024 with Kubicon and Tsunami, which I think they'll fucking destroy on. Um, they're one of like I have maybe two or three episodes that we recorded that we never got to use. Some because people were jerks, and some people. This one was because Pat almost ki- got killed in an accident when he almost hit a deer and his computer collapsed you know off the back seat and we lost the the wonderful judiciary interview so jake or austin or who, whoever's listening from judiciary you have an open door you're always welcome back on um we all love you so so yeah this is judiciary the song's called engulfed the record's called flesh and blood a close cacti- closed casket activities say that twice lp from Neverending game coming out of detroit coming out of michigan um i love what they did on this record they added a lot more melody um especially to the vocals this this the chorus on this is arena worthy um it's so fun catchy um i mean they're just you know a great band they're a bunch of you know killer musicians vocals is great lyrics are cool i think um You know, hopefully they'll come back to New York soon. I don't know if they've played here very much since this record came out. Maybe only once. But um, a fantastic um, hardcore band, emphasis on Horde, that I think if, you know, if you like, you know, if you like hardcore, there's something on this record for you. Um, So this is Tank on E. The record is called Outcry on Triple B Records. Shout out to Detroit. continues the tried and true uh, method of hardcore kids playing poppier music um, out of Long Island Um, I would go as far to say Long Island does it better than anybody when doing that kind of stuff Um, you know we got to watch these dudes you know, kind of build up, you know, it's 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 always cool to be able to see, like, the very, very beginning, like, germination period of bands to see, you know, how things happen in the last two or three years. Um, we had them on an early extra Grind live set. I Maybe it might have been before they played their first show or very, very, very early on um, since we were fans of all their other bands. So it was cool to have them to the monster early and kind of see what the monster that they've become and... In a relatively short time, you know, due to a lot of hard work and some great songwriting, um, I'm stoked for these dudes. I, I look forward to, you know, see what they do next, and I'm happy that they, you know, they still consider themselves a hardcore band. And I love to hear that, because um, it's not always easy, and it's not always the best kind of badge to wear. But, you know, all these dudes are hardcore bands, and they still play with their hardcore bands. So um, this record's great. The uh, I picked the song 51st State. Um, to to be my choice for the for the um, playlist, the LP is called "Would You Miss It." It's out on Pure Noise. Um, they'll be touring constantly. They're doing a uh, a triple bill with um, Anxious and One Step Closer in the new year, which should be you know an incredible uh, tour for bands, you know for people that like Melody in their music. And I'm a big fan of all three bands, so I'm looking forward to that. This is Coyo. I would like proof that Ian did not use AI to create this next song because it is so incredibly catchy that I feel like a computer must have been involved. Because you will listen to this once and sing it to yourself for a week. Um, the record's great. Um, he kind of it's it's super impressive because he kind of set out to do something and he did it. And artistically, that's not always that easy. And I'm sure this wasn't easy, but um, he kind of really he nailed it with this record um the song is called do it faster i'd like to give a shout out to post malone for hipping me to this band military gun um the lp is called life under the gun it's on loma vista records i'm sure you know what this is already but if you don't if you haven't checked it out for whatever dumb reason here's your shot um and they're touring soon so go check them out touring throughout the u.s um learn the learn the lyrics and get up front and sing along some crossover hardcore from the United Kingdom, band called Pest Control. Um, the album is called Don't Test the Pest. Um, and this is a theme record, and I fucking love it. And this record's a lot of fun. It's incredibly well done. It's I, I can't recommend this highly enough if you like Faster Hardcore, if you like New York Hardcore, if you like any of the crossover bands like Crump Suckers and stuff like that. Um, this is a lot of fun, And 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 hopefully I'll be able to get Either get to the UK or get to see them in the States soon. Um, this song is called Bugging Out. It's called, and it's on Pest Control. The LP is called Don't Test the Pest on Quality Control Records. Shout out to the UK. hopefully one of those bands that um you know you may not have heard of yet or you know or you're not that familiar with there's so much stuff that comes out on a, on a regular basis in hardcore that it's hard to kind of keep up with everything um we talk about hardcore every week and i sometimes struggle to keep up with everything but this is a record that um you know it's it's very kind of based out of time early 2000s metalcore maybe some tribunal i have a very very um uh, Soft spot in my heart for prayer for cleansing. And um, I think uh, the folks in this band do as well, um, if, if this record's any indication. The band is called Balmora. They're from Connecticut. The song is called July Unending. And the, the EP um, name, which is very of the time and place, so very well done, folks, with Thorns of Glass and Petals of Grief on Ephira Records. Um, so the band is called Balmora. If you like metalcore with Mosh parts, this is that shit. next band is sort of a Delco um, all-star band. Uh, came on the scene with an EP earlier this year um, and kind of really kind of took over. Um, the band's called Scarab. The song's called Last Day. It's from their first EP. They also put a record out in, um, a month or so ago that I need to give myself a little bit more of a listen to. But this EP is is great. It's incredibly heavy, very fast. Um Singer's vocals, Molly's vocals are incredible. Um, it's just—it sounds like it—it—it it, it sounds like the what the inside of someone's head must sound like, like on the subway, like a—it's it just—it's incredibly angry, incredibly fast, and and it's just like chaos. And and I love it. I'm here for it. I love every second of it. Scarab, last day, peace. <laughs> Another band that um, I've had the privilege of playing with a few times in 2023 and in uh years past, our buddies Magnitude from North Carolina. Um, you know, they kind of cornered the market on 90s style hardcore to me. Um previous record was great. You know, you've seen the videos of the pylons and the sing-alongs that kind of um rival anything else going on in hardcore today. Um this next this record is 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 you know, a, a next step up. It's it's definitely um, a more mature record. Um, I love it, and I and I'm always kind of um, impressed with them live and the reactions that they get. And and I'm all down for a straight edge band. So this record is called. The song is called "Burn to Ashes." The record is called "Of Days Renewed." It's on Triple B. If you haven't checked it out. Um, and you listen to anything from the New Age Records catalog, anything from the Conversion Records catalog or trust kill, or trust kill or anything like that, I cannot um, recommend this band any any um, anymore. This they they fucking roll. Magnitude right, well, no. So thrash metal was kind of my introduction to hardcore. Um, you know, at in in my old age, everyone you know everyone that I grew up with listened to like Guns N' Roses. Like everybody, like kids that didn't listen to any other kind of guitar music loved Guns N' Roses. And then I was getting into like Anthrax and Slayer and and Exist and stuff like that. And from there, you know, I learned about hardcore. And then you know, it's been all uphill downhill since then, depending on who you, on who you ask. Um enforced kind of bring that sort of feeling back for me and, and are kind of, you know, a, a beautiful um, kind of tribute to that era of music that was so important to me. Um, they, you know, they continuously get great, get better seeing them live. They're incredible live. Um, you can put them in front of hardcore kids. You can put them in front of death metal people or thrash metal or whomever. And, and they'll take over, um, you know, our buddy Knox, who doesn't love that dude, um, incredible voice, great lyrics. Um, I'm stoked for them, and I and I hope they get to tour a little bit more in 2024. Didn't mean for that to rhyme, but it did anyway. Um, this song is called "Hanged by My Hand." The LP is called War Remains. It's on Century Media Records. If you like fast, like anything like Judas or anything fast and heavy um, and thrashy, this is the record for you. So this year we found, we received and we bequeathed a, uh, a new surprise EP from the Hope Conspiracy. Um, I don't know how they did it. It's like 14 years since their last release, and it sounds like they have not missed one beat. Um, I mean, they're all killers, um, vocally, musically, everything. Unbelievable band. Um, hopefully this we'll bring about a couple of shows in 2024. I would love to see those fellows again. Um, But it's, it's super heavy. It's if you liked death knows your name, this is the next uh, logical step for them, I think. Um, And maybe it's an EP with, with an LP on the way. I I, I don't know that for sure, but maybe this is um, uh, an idea of what's to come. Um, the song that I chose to play is "Nail in the Coffin." The EP is called "Confusion, Chaos, Misery." It's out on Deathwish Records. You can go pick that up. Um, Hope it's Conspiracy, one of the uh, best hardcore bands of the two thousands. mentioned with Koyo um, I am a sucker for hardcore kids playing um, pop music mostly pop punk um, this band is from California if you're into any of early new glory or early, early Fall Out boy or or saves the day which i mean i'm into all those all three of those you would be probably surprised to know but i love all three of those bands immensely um this band called stateside um they're they're going to be one of the bands on that uh anxious koya one step closer tour i think they're playing the east coast dates of those in 2024 so get out there early and check them out um the song is called crash course nosedive to nowhere um off the it's what we do record put out by new morality zine um if you like your hardcore you know you know if you like pop punk played by hardcore kids um this is a pretty um great version of it by a bunch of new folks coming out in california they played the program a couple of times and uh I think they'll be playing much bigger venues next year. So stateside, Crash Course, Nosedive to Nowhere. getting towards the end of my list and if you have listened to extra grinds um end of year lists um over the past bunch of years you know that i'm always the dude that can't just uh, limit it to 10 um i'm just terrible at lists and i just go oh i love that one too oh and that one and that one um and this is an incomplete list and i'm no i'm going to remember things that i forgot and i apologize to all those folks because they deserve to be here as much as anybody um but to close out my list of songs that we're going to play, um, this is a record that came out in the last month um, by a band called Skinhead from California. This song is is a mouthful, so I'm going to out of the gang tro. So it's an outro of the gang. Um, off an LP called Everything Was Beautiful and Nothing Hurt, which is uh, a beautiful sentiment. Um, it's out of close, closed casket records. Um, got to see them in Brooklyn a couple weeks ago and they were fucking great the record's great super catchy Um, I highly recommend it if you like um, catchy oi songs let's you know um, but yeah you should check them out out of the gang tro
3: everybody let's get right to it i have a real problem speaking period uh, not even public speaking just speaking i'm i mumble an incredible degree it's uh, more evident when i don't have anybody to bounce off of i recorded this twice uh, which is rare for me that i would put that much effort into something like that but uh, it's very frustrating listening back and realizing that you are a stuttering mumbling boob uh 2023 was a really nice year for me personally. I hope it worked out for you. I hope if it sucked that uh, 2024 is a nice rebound for you. I'll call it a rebuilding year if you got to. So Tom had 254 picks. Bob had uh, roughly 112. And I'm the guy that edited them all. I'm tired. It's taken me all day. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> You're only getting uh, five or six uh, picks out of me, most likely. But that tracks anyway. I don't catalog music very well in my head It's to what years things came out. I don't remember shit. And these are always a challenge for me. Uh, shout out to the, the outlets that ask me to do these every year. And I, I typically uh, waste your time. And I apologize. It's just I can't think anymore. That's a, that's a full stop statement. I just don't think My brain does not work in the way that I want it to. All right, moving on to music. Um, The theme for my choices uh, this year is Do I Believe You? Uh, There's a lot of good music that came out, although interestingly, not a ton of earth-shattering releases. And It's not a commentary on anybody's music i'm sure there's something that none of us have heard that that's would change our lives if we heard it but there's just not uh necessarily the uh, you know the hum of uh, of uh, hype around anything specific at the moment so that's interesting uh i'm choosing songs on did it sh- did it hit me in the i'm buying it uh uh bone right did, did, it, did it did it make me feel like oh yeah okay well, um for all the kind of interesting fraud, and I I mean that with no judgment, interesting fraud that happens in punk and hardcore music, what is a a fascinating uh, truth? What what is revelatory uh, and interesting for that reason? So I wanted to start with uh, Human Garbage, who I've been... Uh, a fan of since, uh, I guess it was Die Slow Motherfucker. Uh, I didn't love the promo that came out maybe 2021, uh, but interestingly, those songs appear on on this record, and I I do now kind of like them, so uh, this is why it's important to revisit things. But I think a number of things on this are re-recorded, and I'm going to hit you with one that I really like. PC Punk's Fuck Off is just a good song. It's a good hardcore song that, I don't know, maybe you could be a fan of A.N. and like it, but if you're a fan of Internal Affairs or something of that nature, you, you, you're going to be right in, that, right in that California pocket on that one. It's just aggressive as shit and lyrically aggressive as shit. I almost chose the song, uh, Ain't No Friend of Mine, f- exclusively for the break with the line... Once you're an enemy, you're never a friend. And I was going to choose that because it's so counter to my experience in this life. I just, I would like to make friends out of everybody I've got a conflict with because uh, I think it sucks to go through life with the, the type of discord that uh, people, uh, d- the discord and dissonance that, that uh, people endure in their interpersonal relationships. Just let it let it wash under every bridge for me. But I definitely believe that this guy in Human Garbage does not feel that way because I bought it. When this guy said, once you're an enemy, you're never a friend, I said, oh shit, I wonder if I'm an enemy. That would be fucking terrible because <laughs> he's, he's for real on that one. But I chose to go with PC Punk's Fuck Off uh, just because I think it's a uh, just a really uh punch in the face uh, kind of uh class class anger hardcore uh which we get a little bit but not as much as we used to and it and it's uh it 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 feels uh feels realized here <laughs> it feels like uh it's it's a lived experience as does everything on this record, which is why uh, I'm choosing it but uh pc punks fuck off maybe the song appeared on the demo I, whatever I don't have discogs in front of me uh this is human garbage off the record, straight not giving a fuck. <laughs> All right, uh, Chattanooga's finest right now. Uh, This is Gum. Uh, The record is Slogan Machine, and the song I'm going to play is Slogan Machine. Now, I actually really love the, the riffage on uh, Give You Back Your Youth uh, more than Slogan Machine. Uh, and maybe you should go seek that song out uh, if, if you're just feeling like bopping your head. But as I said, I'm going for a theme, and that's uh, uh, Believing It. <laughs> and uh, th- th- this track I'm about to play is highly relatable content. I don't think i do anything terribly challenging, Uh, in my music, but it doesn't mean I'm a, I'm a jukebox. You know, it doesn't mean that you get to put uh, your thoughts in, in my throat. And uh, you can often feel like at times that uh, what people want from performers of any type, not, you know, obviously they don't see them as artists, but what they want is some type of affirmation, some type of uh, mirroring of, of values, and I don't, I don't think hardcore has a job, right? I don't think there's a purpose to all this shit that we do here. But if there is one, it's to not do that. <laughs> it's to not give you uh, the, the, the comfortable space that you can uh, j- j- just hide in indefinitely. And uh, not go through life uh, challenging your beliefs past the age of sixteen. Uh, so, this uh, title track really spoke to me. Uh, m- reminded me that I, I should be going to actually greater lengths to irritate the people that uh, uh, listen to my music. Uh, th- this band is exceptional. Uh, this record is exceptional. But that's not the name. The name is the the. the The band is Gum, and the uh, record is Slogan Machine, as I said earlier. Okay, let's get to it. Next up, we've got Angel Dust, and I want to talk about influences here because this sounds so much like mid-period, but at the time felt like late-era uh, Discord music. This is—I um, I don't even know. This is closer to uh, Antelope uh, <laughs> than it is uh, uh, Fugazi, and and uh, that much further from uh, Minor Threat. And it's there's a lot to be said for it. I did not expect Angel Dust to go in this direction. Uh, it is kind of, uh, I mean, I'm just going to throw names out like Farrakat, you know, it, it's, it's almost mathy. It's almost jazzy, uh, particularly on, on this uh, title track. There's some real Santana ass parts. It's not what I expected from Angel Dust. And I guess that's why I'm rewarding it here. I, I don't love everything Angel Dust does. And I think that one of the nicest parts of being somebody's like real life contemporary where you've played a bunch of shows with them, known them a long time, is you can say that. Sometimes I got to be delicate with people's feelings. But if I feel like uh, they bricked, I would say that this is just so interesting a choice, which I think is the intention here, is to not let me like everything you know if you if you know my discography you'll know that's basically my uh it's it's my lifestyle is you're not supposed to like everything there's a lot of facets uh to to my life that are not ever going to line up with yours in a way that makes sense and instead of uh, ever being disappointed in that we should all celebrate that right uh some records you like some records you don't and uh, i like this new angel dust one a lot there's a pathway right now, right? Sorry to get deep, everybody. There's a pathway. If you wanted to kind of chase this post-turnstile moment until the very last second and, and see what you could squeeze out of that, uh, that is an option for some bands. Not many, but some bands. And Angel Dust is one of those bands who, who could have taken that path if they chose. Certainly, Justice can write in, in that l- zone. And uh, the guys in the band can play anything. <laughs> really crack team of musicians right now. So it's it could have been, not easy, but it, it, it could have been uh, a path of the least resistance. And instead, there's uh, fucking Santana riffs. <laughs> and I'm very grateful for it. Uh, this is uh, uh, Angel Dust uh, performing uh, uh, Brand New Soul, uh, of the record brand new soul.
1: Love this very aggressive music
3: now this is one of those uh, serendipitous finds I, I did not go looking for this i'd never heard of this in my life and tripped over it online really immediately appreciated it uh, this is a band called power plant though it may really be one guy's uh, vehicle i'm not exactly sure to be frank i'm not exactly sure about anything about this band they release uh, songs through uh, static shock which is a uh, a label that's familiar to many of our listeners, but I don't know if nec- they necessarily fall in line with uh, the rest of, uh, of what that label puts out. This is maybe the my broadest idea of synth punk. Uh, I, I would typically recoil a bit from something with that uh, description, but th- this is... <sighs> this is rock music that happens to have a keyboard <laughs> which I think is quite a bit different uh, now, now this band's discography goes across the, 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 a gamut of stuff that is not for me and then stuff that is right in my sweet spot it's punk music but uh, doesn't fall into any of the uh, bullshit it is uh, synthy, but uh, at their best, it is uh, not—it's uh, it's not synth gimmick, you know. So, <clears throat> I also found it interesting. And th- uh, forgive me, I'm reading into people's lives here. I don't know a thing about a thing, but uh, th- th- this this act, like, which again might be one fellow with accompaniment, I can't really tell, but. Um, This act is invested in the war in Ukraine, uh, uh, very against uh, that conflict and uh, the Russian involvement, I presume. And I think that's interesting. Uh, Seems that the man responsible for this band has uh, what might be a Ukrainian last name. Perhaps that's some of his interest. But it's just interesting because American bands fell off of Ukraine almost immediately. I don't think it. Uh, forgive me. I don't think it's uh, kind of has some of the necessary dynamics to excite an American punk, and it was seized upon by kind of the Pelosi class, the the, the um, kind of establishment dem uh, sort of cringe liberal uh, online person. Sort of uh, backed Ukraine immediately, which, as far as things to investigate, I'm not even judging. There's just a it became unfashionable uh, very quickly. So the fact that this act is uh, very outspoken on that matter uh, is of interest to me, and also, frankly, just the music seems like it's coming from a studied but not studied but not uh, a facsimile place it, it is uh, knowledgeable on the styles of music that it wants to pull from but is not doing a one-to-one uh, I think that this is you know kind of uh, maybe one little Indian punk in a way not the type of uh, super aggressive stuff that Uh, might make most of our radars on this uh, podcast, but I really enjoy the shit out of it. This is Power Plant with the song Beautiful Boy off of the EP Grass on Static Shock.
1: lives inside me and I I give it
3: would not have had Colin of Arabia releasing a record in 2023 on my bingo card but I'm very happy that they did because it's it's really a self-aware self-examining tough record the song I'm about to play for you which is uh, please don't tell the boys uh, off of the EP trauma dump on triple B is just the most honest appraisal of having to maintain appearances when you maybe be psychologically are a disaster zone and you you have to be the 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 tough guy you have to be the the uh you, you know the the reliable st- this is like some honestly in the best way possible this is some uh men's mental health uh sort of uh Uh, uh, look in the mirror I I so enjoyed the perspective of this record it's hard to do something that is not ironic I don't know what the word is something that is uh, novel and uh, uh, not self-serious but without coming off goofy at all it's hard to do and particularly if you have choruses that are big. It's it's easy to get lost in the sauce of, uh, of uh, you know, is this silly? Is this goofy at any point? And I don't think this is. To be honest, I think this is a very sad track. Uh, it, and it, I'd like you to give it a listen now and uh, tell me if you get the same thing out of it that I do or if you just kind of enjoy the three different eras of Slapshot. <laughs> <laughs> combined uh, to to uh, form a, a you know pretty rock and hardcore song.
1: I wanna die, but I walk the line. I have my head, I'm in a rut. the done, I hate my guts.
3: So I've known Taylor Madison uh, from Daylight and Super Heaven and now Web Wing, uh for a number of years, and I've never thought to ask him if he enjoys hardcore music at all. I sort of assume that he does, but I don't know him to have been in any hardcore bands. He's just one of those fellas that uh, is always... But in the in this scene despite the fact that I I'm not sure that it's something that he even necessarily identifies with. Uh his m- music has gone from to me okay uh to now pretty damn great. And webbed wings uh right after I smoke this in the name of the EP uh I think is their best material. It is uh not hardcore. It is uh not punk necessarily, but may- maybe cow punk a little bit. It's essentially alternative music done incredibly well. And no disrespect to Daylight or later or Super Heaven, who I know many people enjoy. But I feel like this dude writes songs now, and uh, it's it's been my pleasure to play with them a few times. But uh, I thought that this was really the stuff that I can really stand by from these musicians and would recommend to literally anybody which is a, a rare you know in Hollywood terms this is this is a four quadrant uh uh EP right here uh there's almost nobody that I wouldn't uh, say worth worth a shot man you might like it so the song that i'm going to uh play today is uh sure could use a friend and it's just it's just a clever little bit of what could be a college rock, uh, like I said, could be cowpunk, or just could be even uh, glossier alt stuff from from uh, later down that uh, family tree. It does it all uh, on one song and does it all very well. That's it for me for the year 2023. Uh, Tom stole all my other picks. I hope that uh, 2024 treats you well we'll be talking about hardcore on a podcast. So you know where to find us.